everybody. Uh, this week, uh, we watched Creed uh, from 2015. Uh, this one was one of Carla's picks. Carla, you want to give us the quick uh, synopsis? Yes. Um... Uh, it says, um, in this film, amateur boxer Adonis Creed is trained and mentored by Rocky Balboa. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. The former rival of Adonis's father, Apollo Creed. Um, that's the Wikipedia-like brief version of the plot. I would say my version is Adonis's just like journey to becoming a legacy, making his own his own way in the world and I love a good boxing movie so I really liked this movie yeah um I think uh in terms of uh, as far as boxing movies go I think uh like a lot of the I don't know how many you've seen but only a handful yeah I'd say in terms of modern boxing movies there's only a couple that are like modern stories. Mm-hmm. This one, well, and, and its sequel, obviously, but like this line of movies, and uh, from at least from memory, and the other one being um, Southpaw with Jake mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal. Never seen it. Yep, that's another good one. Yep. There's another good one called Warrior. Do mm-hmm. You know that one? It isn't. Is that the? That's the one about mixed martial arts, right? Or is that one boxing? Oh. Uh, Who's in it? I have no idea. I just know it's with brothers. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that one's mixed martial arts. What's the difference? So, um, <laughs> boxing was... boxing is um, just, you know, hands. Fists. Fists, that's it. You can you can hit certain places of the bot. You, can, you, have, you can't hit below the belt and... Obviously, there's a bunch of other things. It's just, it's punching. Whereas mixed martial arts is like a combination of every martial art there is out there. So it includes boxing type stuff, but kicks, uh, holds, like that kind of stuff. So like you can can kick people, like basically you can kick people, kick, punch, like kick and punch people wherever you want. Right. Basically, almost. I think the war, are you sure? Did mm-hmm. you look that up? It yep. says martial arts. Yeah, I, I, re- I remember this one. I did sure, see yeah. it a long time ago, but I swear I remember like the gloves and the punching. Well, they're still, they, they still wear gloves. They just don't wear the giant boxing gloves. Oh, so maybe they, I'm just remembering the like hand wraps yeah, or whatever they would be called. Probably, yep. Yeah, that one's with uh, Tom Hardy and um, what's the other guy's name? Shoot, I feel stupid for forgetting. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's another that's another pretty good one. Yeah. But uh but yeah. Um then uh I'm trying to think, how do we get on Warrior? Oh, just about modern boxing, boxing movies. Yeah. That's right. Yep. I feel like I should just start off by saying, uh, didn't know this was part of the Rocky series. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Rocky. Mm-hmm. So I know like the rough premise. Like I know Sylvester Stallone is Rocky. But that's all I know. Like, and I was Googling, like, you know, when those came out. And I saw it was a while ago. 70s. Yeah. For sure. Um, And we'll get to it. But when they allude later, like, obviously, they talk about the the whole movie. They reference how Apollo Creed is dead. Mm -hmm. 
And so I looked that up because for some reason in my head, that was like a real person. <laughs> I thought, mm-hmm. I thought I'd, I definitely, I definitely have heard that name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought maybe it was a real boxer. Googled, realized it was a fictional character. And then I Googled the scene where he dies. Mm-hmm. I don't think I understand like injuries enough in boxing to realize like, like what in the movie Sorry, have you seen them? I, I, I haven't seen all of them. Uh, and the last time I saw the first one would have been a long time ago. But I know I'm familiar with general bits of them. Because so, he dies like a few movies in. Mm-hmm. So like, is, did he die from like head trauma? I'm guessing. Like he got punched in the face. Because I, mean... I couldn't like specifically find it. Like when I was Googling. Um, but like he, like literally the fictional character has his own like Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe I would like find on there, like, you know, it just says like he was killed at the hands of mm-hmm. Draco, whatever his name was. Um, but I, I'm curious like what it is that like causes the, the death. Um, I'm assuming it's just like a just constant, you know, blunt trauma, pretty much. Um, it's you know, just like people who it's just like any other, like any other, like contact or like impact sport. You know, it's like I know, but I just like I guess I've never seen anyone else like die from I, like you know, like on. You know, like during the, the, I don't know what I want to say, during the sport, (laughs) during the sporting event, like, I feel like I think, I think, I think part of that with this in particular is a little dramatization. I think most, I'm sure it's happened before, but like people, people like people will call the fight. Like if people, guys in your corner are kind of in charge of like keeping an eye on you and yeah. knowing when it, enough is enough but i think i just a quick glance through that was kind of one of the that was one of the like bits going on in the movie was uh apollo had told him not to call the fight no I, matter yep, what yep so i think it's it's a I bit of that. it's a bit of a why for the drama but why would he tell him not to call the fight uh pride maybe but i think isn't isn't uh apollo isn't Apollo the no, I might be hold on, let me double check this. <laughs> um I think because I think Apollo um oh no, I oh shoot. I feel stupid now, I can't think of it. But anyway, I'll come back to that. Come back to that. Okay. But based so yeah, basically, yeah, I mean, cause it kind of um that kind of circles back to this, right? Yeah. Like um he didn't know his dad. Right from the right. from the beginning, like, or he knew who his dad was, but he didn't know him. Right. Um, but with uh, that's kind of the one of the character developments that um that he goes through mm-hmm. in in this movie, where like you know he's kind of at the beginning he's super proud and super cocky. Like, I mean, he kind of maintains it, but he kind of gets humbled a little bit, obviously. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the point where he's like, or, or 
going back to his dad, like his dad was like, I don't stop son doing this or whatever. Right. He gets kind of the same, a similar right. vibe from him. Right. Yeah. But that was, that was cool. I mean, I didn't, I, that was a cool connection. I didn't like get that. I mean, now it makes sense in hindsight why the movie's called Creed, mm-hmm. but I didn't get that at all. I was like interested to see why that was the title. And now looking back, it seems obvious, but yeah, I didn't get that. Um, but now I feel like I should go watch Rocky because it might inform a lot of about the movie. Um, but I think before we like get into the plot of the movie, I think it's cool to note that the director, Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. um, I recognize his name right away because I know he directed Black Panther, mm-hmm. which Michael B. Jordan was also in. Yep. And then I was watching the movie on Amazon Prime and you know how Amazon it'll put like trivia? Yep. That's awesome. I love that feature. And it said like, oh, Ryan Coogler was like in the middle of directing Michael B. Jordan in Fruitvale Station, which I have not seen but I've heard of, which is another movie that, you know, Michael B. Jordan is known for. And it says like they weren't they were in pre production. I think of Fruitvale Station when they like called Sylvester Stallone and were like, we want to do Michael B. Jordan. In Cre-. So it's like clearly he knew right away, like he saw it. Mm-hmm. Ryan Googler saw it in Michael B. Jordan, like the potential to fulfill the role. Because that's a big role to fill. Mm-hmm. Like you're carrying on the next like installment of the franchise. And right. so it could have been a big fail Right. But it was a success, and we were talking about earlier, they made a second movie, and now they're making a third movie. Mm-hmm. So, Is Coogler attached to the third one, do you know? I do not know. That's a good question. I mean, I would ass- I'm going to assume yes, but I guess we could probably look it up. Um, but he also wrote, it's his story by Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it sounds like he played a lot of... Yeah, I'm pretty sure MGM got. A, I I think I was reading earlier this week that MGM had gotten a hold of him to ask him to do it, mm. or something like that. I think it, it says he's a producer on the on the third one. Oh, okay. And oh, cool! It it's, the third one's going to be directed by Michael B. Jordan. That's okay. I think I remember reading that somewhere. Yeah, and it says a screenplay will be by. Keenan Kugler, which I'm guessing is related. Right. Um, and Ryan Kugler was also an executive producer on Creed 2, but it looks like it was it was directed by somebody else. But that's cool. But I also heard or read that the third one, Sylvester Stallone's not gonna be in it. I haven't seen the second one, so I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, either. and obviously in this one he's not in super great shape at the end of it. Right. So, is he going to be, like, dead in the third one? <laughs> if I if I had to guess, that's probably the route they go. Like, I don't, and again, I don't know what happens in the second one, uh, second Creed movie. There's a chance that he kicks the bucket in that movie, and I just don't know. <laughs> kicks the bucket, yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan Coogler was too busy doing Black Panther Wakanda Forever. He couldn't do yeah, yeah. this one, which, that movie looks really good, but. but- that one really line up either though, because Michael B. Jordan is a. I know. Is he in that movie too? Yeah, he's he's the villain. No, no, no. I know he's in the Black Panther, but, but is movie? he going to be in the Wakanda Forever one? Oh, the new that, one? oh yeah. Oh, that's what you were saying. He was yeah. busy doing that. Okay, my bad. He was. He's yeah, not in it. that I, one. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. 
Anyway, let's get into the yeah. The let's plot. Get, get into this one. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, it started off with um him in jail or juvie. Right. Um. Right. I thought that was interesting that they chose to start it that way, but I guess it showed like that he'd been fighting for a long time. Right. That it, that it's kind of in his nature to fight and be good at it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then it also. It also kind of puts us in in his kind of obviously it puts us in his kind of headspace where like his he's with it was like his mom was the per- only person in his picture in the picture like obviously his dad wasn't so then his his dad's widow mm-hmm. comes to say hey come live with me mm-hmm. so like it kind of gives us that like. It kind of gets us caught into that or up to speed with his like feeling of potential abandonment sort of or like, yeah, because he like he admits to that sort of thing later on, like the whole idea of being a mistake. Sort right. Of thing. But what I was confused, which I was going to ask about. So at first when the what was her name, the the like mother figure. Hold on, let me let me get it. But um Marianne. Yeah, Marianne. She when she first came in, I thought that was gonna be like his mother. And then when she said, like, oh, like your your dad or your father was my husband, I was like, Oh, confirmation. But then she never said she was his mother, so then I got confused. And then later I finally put it together. But what did they say ever happened with his mom? I think I know they mentioned it, but I can't remember what they said. I honestly don't remember. Because I know they mentioned it, but, like, he said, like, oh, he referenced his mom, and he said something about, like, that's why, you know, I was in, like, they put me in group homes or something. But now I can't remember. I think, uh, but I think, um, I I think by the, like, uh, once he's grown up, anytime he says mom, I'm pretty sure he's talking about. Right, right, I know. But I'm just saying, so she is she dead? I think so. It must be assumed that she's dead. Um, I was just curious, like, was he in, you know, the foster care, like, for, like, how long, I guess, is what mm-hmm. I was asking. Like, how old do you think he was supposed to be in the beginning? Like, 12? <laughs> um, Probably something like that. If, I mean, this is saying it was in 98. Yeah. So, 11, if we're going by Michael B. Jordan's age. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, and that seemed that seemed pretty realistic, but the clear, I, now again, looking back on it, when after they show that scene and he meets with Marianne and then he goes and lives with her, mm-hmm. and then we see him in the one boxing fight, like it's pretty quick. Oh, the one in Mexico? Yeah, and then we see him at his job, and then he goes home, like, after he quits. Mm -hmm. He went to, like, a really nice house, and I was like, what the, how does he get this nice house? And I'm literally just putting it together right now, that it's because it was Apollo's money. Mm -hmm. And I felt so, I was like, how did she get this much money? Like, how Mm -hmm. is he so rich all of a sudden? Here I was thinking it was because, like, his job was so good. Idiot. Yep. Idiot. (laughs) Dad's boxing money. Obviously. But I didn't get that at the time. I was like, oh, it's got a buzzing, like, gate? 
What the heck? Um, yeah. So then, um, so yeah, I mean, we kind of, I don't, I think it's no big deal that we did because it doesn't, I don't think it's really that important, but we, that's, that was the introduction to him, right? Like right. there. And then he, um, he decides to, uh, trying to think what was the motivation behind him going there? Oh, he goes to the, that gym where he had been training where his, uh, was it where his dad used to train? I think is what I it was. I think so. And he he wanted to he wanted to do more. He wanted to start actually getting into stuff. Yes. And his trainer's like, "Nah, man, that's that's and not what we're doing." The guy who played the trainer in that mm-hmm. scene, I recognize that guy. You know what I'm going to say? But go ahead and say it. No, you go. What is it? Uh, that was going to be a Remember the Titans reference. Hell right? yeah. yeah, that's Julius. That's uh-huh. all I could think of. But I just think that's cool because I love a good sports movie, and I recognize him right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he goes in there and he's like, "Oh, train me to be like a real, yeah, boxer and pro- compete professionally." And the guy's like, "No, your dad died in the ring. I'm not doing that. And you're not stepping foot in the ring." And then you know he just does it anyway. <laughs> right. I think that was the. I think that was the whole thing. Is like he, he like he has something he feels he needs to prove, right? Mm-hmm. And no, everyone's kind of like saying like, nah, man, you don't like, that's not what's like, nobody's, uh, nobody's on, nobody's in on the same wavelength as you right now. You're kind yeah. of in your own world right now thinking what you're thinking. And I think part of it was he wanted, he wanted to be the guy, but he already had the guy, which any, all the, oh. you know, uh, just to kind of uh, sidebar here, one of my only criticisms about this movie that was kind of annoying to me was when they would stop and give the name card of all the real life people that they were introducing. I thought that was cool. It's, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's, I think that's unique. I've never seen that before. I think it would have been better had they just done it in with what they were with just like the cutaways to like the sports broadcasts. Sure. I think it would have made more sense. Those were real people like the names are real yeah i'm pretty sure all the named people are the actual like are actual boxers and then like all the commentary people like the people doing the commentary for the fights and stuff those are all actual like those commentators yes like oh that's cool yeah so like all the presentation was pretty legit in terms of who was doing stuff yeah i don't know shit about boxing so i wouldn't know well i i just a very surface level like none of the names like meant any like of the fighters really meant anything to me but like the the faces and voices of the commentators are like they've been around for so long yeah again i can't put names to them right now yeah but yeah it's interesting that you didn't like that because i was going to bring that up later as like something cool or something interesting about the film i guess to me it just felt kind of it made it feel kind of gimmicky like oh hey look we got the actual guy yeah but i mean the the when they first introduce like or when he in that scene where he meets with which i just looked it up it's with the it's at a gym where it's managed by family friend tony little duke evers the son of apollo's trainer tony duke evers so it was the son of his dad's trainer who was running the gym and after he says no and then he fights like the guy who's currently in the ring and he like 
beats him or like you know he knocks him out and like and the other guys the other guy comes up he's like let me have a piece yeah, yeah. and i was hoping because you know he lost he got knocked out mm-hmm. i thought that the i mean you always have to assume in a sports movie there's going to be a big game at the end or match whatever right. so i thought it was going to be him like he was going to get redemption against that guy but no of course they got to go like the number one right competitor um but i was hoping for like a full circle well didn't moment. they i thought they did i thought they did fight and that's what got him into that big fight no 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 no, no no i'm wrong i'm wrong they the guy he fought with at the end punched the other dude and and delayed the fight but oh that's right you're right you're right hold on let me now i'm second guessing myself because didn't he fight that i thought he did fight that guy yeah. in between and you're then right he, you're right it was like number okay the guy he fought that guy and then fighting that guy is what got him into that other fight basically because yeah. because that fight got canceled so he fought guy number one ricky ricky conlin is the number one heavyweight champion or whatever and then the guy he fought in the beginning is number two heavyweight contender danny the stuntman wheeler yeah. so those two were supposed to fight and then the guy punched him in the press in conference. the press conference. So then That's that fight right. got like canceled. Oh, okay. And then he fought the guy that got punched. And it, and they said that the the number one guy he was gonna go to jail. No, I think it was a. It was just like a, it had been. It, it would have been too long in between fights for him. So his like manager wanted to get. No, he was gonna go to jail. Going. Are you sure? <laughs> I am not remembering yeah. this. Okay, well, let's let's just keep going and maybe yeah, it'll be yeah. answered while we go through this. But anyway, so after he, you know, loses to that guy, then what happens? That's when he goes. That's when he goes to find Rocky, right? Yeah, he tells tells his mom that bye. Peace out. I'm mm-hmm. going to pursue this. Hey, I quit, and I'm going to go do this. Yeah, and she's not happy. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think he knew where Rocky was? Because it's Rocky's like Michael Jordan, like saying Michael Jordan. Granted, I don't know where Michael Jordan lives, but like he's like he is Philadelphia in in this in these movies, right? So like he's like this huge name that everybody knows. I know, but. Like, he just, he, like, Rocky just opened a restaurant and, like, lets people walk in even though he's, like, super famous. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, th- I think the <laughs> idea is he's kind of like a, like a, he's super famous, but he was super famous a long time ago. Like, now he's kind of faded it's back. Chilled. He stopped fighting and yeah, he's, like, dude, so, like, he's become not a recluse but he's not exactly going out saying hey let's look at me yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, okay well i just thought that was so random like he just sought him out so quickly yeah i think i think the vibe is is like in his area everybody know everybody knows who he is but also since everybody knows who he is it's like oh that's just yeah that's that's true like he he does his thing we do our thing yeah but yeah going into it i didn't know like that he was going to be Apollo Creed's son, but it was confirmed in that scene because he goes like, oh, yeah, like, that was my dad when he points out, like, a picture of Rocky and mm-hmm. Apollo. And then he tries to get him to train him, and he says no. 
And then what was after that? He he goes to that he goes to the gym where he trained. Yeah. And he just starts training on the bags. Like he asks the guy to train him, but he goes he goes, No, we're we're gonna focus on him, but if you want, you can Oh yeah. You can hit That's the bags right. and I'll and I'll get to you when I can, yep. basically. Yep. So then he starts kind of doing his own his own thing. And then I think in between there we see him meet um Bianca. Mm-hmm. The neighbor. Um, that was so funny. Like he was like complaining that she her music was too loud. Mm-hmm. And then randomly he just decides to like ask her on a date, but it's not a date. Like I, I don't know. Was, was that but didn't that happen after he saw her performing at that place? Like he had gone into that place and realized oh, that she yeah, was Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on a run and he saw her poster that she was performing. And then he saw she was yeah. You're right. And then he went and like asked her out again and was like, Oh, so you're a musician mm-hmm. and then asked her and then he, that's when he found out the hearing mm-hmm. loss. She has progressive hearing loss. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, was Yeah, that's that's where that change that's where that kind of change of mentality happens because he realizes she's not just listening to loud music for the sake of listening to loud music. She's right. grinding. She's on the same grind he's on, but she's doing it in music world instead of boxing. Yeah. That was cool. I liked that like parallel between like their Ambition. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's the right word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of it's kind of what it's kind of just a rinse repeat for him for a little while. He goes back to the gym to keep training, but then he keeps bumping back into Rocky to be like, "Hey, yeah." Well, he bumps back in, helps him out a little bit. He goes, "Okay, I know you're saying you don't want to train me, but like, give me some, just give me some drills." Yeah, yeah. At yeah. the very least, just give me some drills, and then he gives him some drills, and that's yep. kind of like the. Him getting ready to set the hook to, you know, pull him in. Pull him in. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I love a good montage of when like you're they're working really hard and prepping in a sports movie, and we got a lot of those, like a mm-hmm. lot of montages of like him doing a bunch of different exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and that like you kind of get to see the where the how the focus changes because like early on all all of those little montages you can. You can tell that his focus isn't necessarily on what he's doing; it's on what the others around him are doing. Like the first, the first time or two at the the gym where he ends up training, or the gym where he tries to get training when he first goes out there, he's more focused on what's going on up in the ring with oh, the sun yep, and stuff. Yep. He's still doing his stuff, but it's kind of like, like I said, his full attention isn't on his training. Right. But then by the end of it, he's obviously so dialed into just what he's doing; he doesn't care what anybody else yep. is doing. Yep, and that's when he becomes successful. Right. <laughs> yeah, so we, I feel like we reached a point where, like, yeah, Rocky now is in, and he's like, okay, I'll help you. And then I think the next, like, big thing that happens is we see, like, oh, he, he, he well, they get, like, an offer from the guy who runs that gym mm-hmm. if he wants to fight. It says his he's son, right? Leo the Lion mm-hmm. <laughs> Sperino. Um and yeah, I think Rocky says at first, like, oh, you're not ready. Yeah, he's like a, we'll talk about it, but you it's one of those like we're not doing it, we'll talk about it. Because mm-hmm. it, it's 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 pretty typical that kind of mentality, like it's not necessarily that he doesn't think he's ready, it's more that he's he's not ready to watch him 
fight basically because he, he, he feels responsible. I would like, I, I think oh, that he feels responsible for him. It? Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, it's because you see it a lot in these kinds of movies where the person's like, no, you're not ready. And then the, it always turns around and it's like, no, it's not me that's not ready. It's you that doesn't want to, <laughs> whatever, whatever. I mean, it was, wasn't so like, it wasn't so like, I don't think the point was for Rocky to seem super selfish about it because yeah. he, he turned around pretty quick once once Adonis is like hey like what are we doing if we're not what are we prepping for if we're not going to be fighting basically yeah 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 but then he does decide to fight him mm-hmm. and he wins mm-hmm. um that guy was scary looking I'm not gonna <laughs> lie he looked scary I think that's part of the job description. You got to look a little scary, right? I know, but like just yeah, like but... the intensity with the mouth guard and all the tattoos, I'd be like scared shitless if he like was walking towards me. Um, but I like I will say like with that scene because that boxing match was a little longer. We got to see more of that one. The like stunts are pretty good. Like they really look like they're hitting each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing a clip. A behind the scenes clip from I don't know I think it was from this one, um, and it, I think it was this one may have been the second one I don't remember for sure but there's a part where he gets knocked down to the uh, knocked down to the to the mat or whatever to the uh, Adonis. Oh, okay. And in the behind the scenes thing, you see them kind of you see them call action and then they kind of he's kind of like getting ready to do it and yep. then like just like the rehearsal that they have to make sure that the the hand is coming through while his reaction is happening yeah. just at the right time, close enough so it doesn't look like they're, you know, intentionally missing sort of a thing. And it's just like, it's it's cool to, it's it was cool to see his, like, uh, ability to just send it yeah. completely. Yeah. Like, I've, I, watched a, I watched a couple clips from uh, the older Rocky movies, mm-hmm. and those, like, the... The hits. the fake the fake hits yeah. were Awful. sometimes <laughs> way, like you could tell that the the punch was like you know two feet from his right. face or something. <laughs> so some of them looked really bad. Yeah. Uh, whereas this, like, obviously they um, took a little bit more time. But it's funny that we watched this um, just to go off on another quick tangent. Just talking about the um, talking about them getting these getting these or making these. Um, I don't remember if it was before I watched it. I think it was before I watched it. It might have been while I was watching it, actually. Yeah. I was scrolling through Reddit, and somebody posted, I think it was on the movie subreddit, um, an interview from Sylvester Stallone. It was like a, it was a long-winded interview. I don't know if it was either 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or 40 minutes. Either way, it was long uh, for in terms of a TV interview. And they were talking about getting Rocky made. Okay. Uh, because it was... It was his like first like starring film. He wrote it. Um, oh, he did. Yeah, he wrote. Yeah, he wrote it, and he was oh. like uh, trying to get it made. Oh, that's and, so cool! And they wanted to cast somebody else, but he just persisted so hard. Yeah, that they eventually just let him do it. Wow, that's got to be so cool for him to be like, like the thing he's probably most well known for. Like he wrote it. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt you, right. but I'm just saying that right, that's right. really cool. 
Yeah, but like the whole the whole point of the post was like was talking about how like uh and this is even going a little further away, but talking about how Sylvester Sloan is kind of known as being kind of this mumbling kind of like dotty dot guy, but like really like when you listen to him talk during that interview, it's like if you didn't look into anything, you wouldn't know that he's like super intelligent, super smart yeah. and well spoken. Like apparently like the whole face like droop thing had to do with something that happened uh w when he was being born like what, something what happened. are you talking about like uh, sylvester Stallone, how he's kind of got that weird like like droop to one of the sides of his faces and he doesn't quite he doesn't speak very um i thought that was like his, he doesn't articulate very well i don't know i thought that was like intentional it's, for uh, like the accent that's like his that's like a thing like if you watch any of his stuff yeah i know it, but right. i thought that was just like like how robert de niro always talks the same i yeah. thought it was the same thing like where he he's known to talk like that with with that like thick kind of a new york accent i mean he's from new york Ru but like you know what i'm saying yeah, i thought yeah. that was intentional right like that's, that's just his stick that's, if you that's, will. Hi that's him that's him and how he is and the the whole like the whole like i said the whole bit with his face is like it's not like a learned habit it's just how he was born oh interesting but anyway back to back to what we were we were talking about the, yeah. the fight scenes looking legit yeah i mean they did a really good job and I, I i just am curious like i'm sure if i watched interviews you could probably figure it out but like michael b jordan like what kind of training mm -hmm. did he undergo to like get really in shape i mean I know he's kind of always in shape, but like, mm -hmm. like, I just am curious, um, like, you know, was he actually boxing in his off time? Not f fighting people. Right, right. But like boxing to I'm get sure, the movements and stuff. I'm sure he was. And I'm sure, I'm sure there was some sparring that probably, he, there's no reason for him not to really like, right. like, cause you know, sparring, it's just like, it's not as not as much not as much potential for serious injury obviously right so like i'm i'm sure that's something that would have had to have been like any more like any more movies like they kind of demand that sort of commitment yeah because you can any more now you can really you can tell when people are phoning it in yeah sort of a thing yeah but like and in terms of the whole getting in shape thing i remember back as a back to the uh jake gyllenhaal uh southpaw mm -hmm. it was the same kind of thing like for that movie he got so insanely jacked for that movie <laughs> it was like and then you look at any of the superhero movies now or any of that sort of thing or like any movie where like the person has to be strong or whatever yeah like, just the amount of work that goes into who's who's the actor i think you're gonna know this who's the actor who it was in a superhero movie and he played the superhero and then he had to do another movie where he had to like he had to bulk Christian up for the super Yeah. And it was uh Batman. It was the reverse. He yeah, was, he was bulked he was, up no, and then he had to lose weight. No, no, he was Okay, sorry. <laughs> for the mechanic I think is what that movie's called. I haven't seen it. I'm pretty sure that came before Batman. Oh, so he was So he was like, really you know, skinny. like barely like Right, he was like basically on the verge of death, like just looking at him. And then mm -hmm. when they announced where when they were uh 
when they had announced, I think that he had gotten cast as Batman, everyone's like, how the heck is Batman supposed to be like <laughs> huge and whatever. <laughs> but yeah, he's been known to do that for a lot of his movies. Like that's his thing is like, right. it's either all like a hundred percent or nothing. Like yeah. if you're not going to fully commit, then what's the point? But yeah, I mean, that's really set a standard with actors of like, you got to yeah. be able to mold your body to the role. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like well, the, just think about the commitment that they have to do, like eating healthy and working. Right. I know, I, I know. It seems like okay. Well, that's their job, right. so it's like it's probably easier to do it. But like, mm-hmm. it just seems like a lot of work. Like that, a lot of prep time. That's like months and months yeah. of getting into shape. I'm sure. I'm sure most people. I'm sure most people wouldn't sign on if they didn't think what they were signing on for would turn out. You know, as something to really benefit them. Yeah. I mean, because there's some pretty crazy ones that have gone on out there, but no, that's true. Um, but yeah, so he wins the fight against Leo, and then pretty soon after that, like the news gets leaked mm-hmm. that he's like Apollo's son, and then this is where you kind of see a shift of like he was really trying to make a name for himself, and now it seems like he's just labeled as that and mm-hmm. no one really cares that right which is what he was worried about the whole time right mm-hmm. right but why is that a bad thing you think like why do you think he was so i i understand like wanting to make a name for yourself mm-hmm. but like once he got to be really good like what is wrong with saying you're related to that person i know he didn't know him i think i think it's because he would like his no matter what his achievements he'd always be compared to his dad or to you know apollo mm-hmm. like there's there's no like like if he loses it's oh i guess you know he'll his- never right no matter what whether he wins or loses he'll never be as good as his dad you know sort of a thing so there's like kind of that constant pressure but then at the same time like he wasn't around his he didn't wasn't around right. at all. So his dad has literally nothing to do right. with his ability. So by But I feel like unfortunately, like that was kind of inevitable if you pursue the same right. career right. that I yep. mean, it's not his fault that he likes the same thing. Because right. like you can't really control like your passions. But right. like I just think like it was it was inevitable it was gonna get out there because like if even if he got really big on his own, mm-hmm. eventually when he got big, people were gonna dig into his past and figure it out. But I mean, I get it. I'm just saying that. Of co- I knew that I knew when before the fight with Leo when the uh, Rocky was talking to like the other guy's manager, mm-hmm. I knew when he was like, "Can we just keep this between us?" That well, like right. he's a post son. Right. You knew right then and there. Oh, this is gonna get out after this fight. Because right. um, there's money to be made. Do you think that, like, for Leo, the guy that lost, do you think saying, like, oh, he lost to Apollo's son, it, like, excused the loss a little bit? No. Oh, okay. I feel like like (laughs) that would be kind of the opposite side of that. That would probably, like, I mean, that's something, too, that I think would probably, I don't think it would, would, if anything, it would make things worse, right? Because, like, it's, like, I don't know, obviously, this is... We have, I think it's one of those things where he's like, like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't think anything softens the blow of loss, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
especially when that was kind of maybe the intention was to like make him look good and then he lost <laughs> right yeah it was supposed to be it was supposed to be one of the like they this happens in all of these movies like like you know hey this is just kind of an exhibition it's not like like kind of like a you're not really expected to go the distance here yeah but i mean the same thing happens a similar thing happens in southpaw i believe if i remember but um at any rate um oh shoot i was gonna go somewhere and i totally lost it but um i think with the whole something that i kind of forgot about and just remembered now is Obviously, he his whole thing is him wanting to build his own legacy, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's holding on to what little bit of connection he has to his dad, and that's in boxing. Yeah. Boxing's the only connection he has. Right. And it's clear that he doesn't completely ignore that, because before he come, goes to Philly, I'm pretty sure it's before he goes to Philly, he's sitting in that projector room. Watching his dad's old oh, fights yeah. and mirror that shadow cool. boxing that was cool. the entire time, so it's clear that he's it's clear that he still has a lot of respect and yeah and like and his dad is always in his mind, regardless if he likes to admit it or not. Which brings begs the question later. Which it's coming up after he, you know, loses or after he wins the fight against Leo. He, um, I think, I mean, there might have been some other stuff that happened before this, but there's a scene after that where he goes to see Bianca, like when she's going to perform, and then he gets into a fight with the headliner. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just because he said, like, Baby Creed or something? Yeah, yeah, Baby Creed. And, like, he got so bent out of shape about that. Mm-hmm. And I understand what we talked about earlier. He wanted to create his own legacy. But yeah, like you said, he clearly does respect him. So it's interesting that he got so tweaked about that. But that was after he found out about Rocky's like diagnosis. So I think that was more like he was just taking his anger out. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was actually like probably the next big thing that happened after that fight was um, Rocky like passed out and threw up. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the doctor, and you figure out he has lymphoma. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Which, I don't know what that is. I'm Googling it. It says, group of blood cancers that includes all types of lymphomas except Hodgkin's lymphoma. Okay. I think I think Hodgkin's is the the one you don't get better from. Oh, okay. I think. I Don't quote me on that. I don't know okay. for sure. But. <laughs> Possibly. But, I mean, this one can definitely be cured because they mentioned that there's treatments. Right. And he Rocky expresses that he doesn't really want to do that because his, his wife, wife died right. to cancer. Um and I then then after he finds out, then we get to the I was gonna say Michael B. Jordan. Um Adonis finds out, which then leads to the fighting with the headliner. And probably one of the, like my favorite scenes was after that when he's in a holding cell, I'm assuming. Um, and Rocky comes in and he's like giving him this whole, I honestly can't even remember what he said, but I remember like, it was so good. Cause like, then he, uh, Adonis starts crying and he's like, like, get out of here. Cause it's like the emotions were just all hitting him right. that he like actually really cares about Rocky and like, doesn't mm-hmm. obviously doesn't want him to die, but then was also angry 
And he just like was taking it out the wrong way. And like those moments in movies always make me so sad because it's like you can tell they're they're just going through it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What did you think of that scene? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of um, again and not to I'm not saying that it, it isn't uh, it isn't it wasn't good. But that's another one of those things. Another one of those kind of scenes that you see a lot. Like I the, love it though. Well, right, right. I'm just saying, <laughs> in, in terms of, uh, like a heart to heart. Yeah, it um, it didn't. I, I I would say it didn't like suck me in any more than any of the other ones would have from whatever other movies I've seen it happen in. Um, but that's just me. Um, I think part of that's just you see enough stuff. Yeah, I did weirdly like. Because you said that, I did really while I was watching this movie. I do think it was really good, but I it, it weirdly like I f- I felt like I could predict it a little bit, and I don't know if that's just because the movie like I've seen so many sports movies and I feel like they're predictable, or because I'm just getting to the point where I've seen so many movies mm-hmm. that it's like I feel like I know what's there's coming a, a little bit. There's a little bit of a formula. Yes. Right. Yep. Um. The only thing I didn't see coming was that he was going to have that rock. He was going to have cancer. Yeah. I did not see that coming. That was a good, mm-hmm. I mean, decent plot twist. Right. Um, but I, after we found that out, I was kind of anticipating the, no, I don't want treatment. Adonis is going to be mad, mm-hmm. convinces him to get treatment. And mm-hmm. that was correct. Right. Um, but yeah, like you said, formula. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, the formula isn't necessarily bad. Formula doesn't mean bad. Formula can Correct. it can mean bad, um, but I think that's where uh, just that's where I think movies, certain movies, a lot of movies that stick out to me, or like um, ones that I end up liking the most, are the ones that subvert your expectations. Yeah, but it's so hard because there's a lot of movies out there that subvert your expectations just for the sake of subverting your expectations, <laughs> not because it makes it. Not because what their option is is any cooler than if they had just gone cookie cutter. Because sometimes cookie cutter is the better way to go. And cookie cutter has a negative connotation, but... You should um, try to be like a movie critic as a career. Because I think you've seen enough movies where you'd be good at like... Like what you literally what you just said, where it's like, oh, are they just subverting the expectation to subvert the expectations or cookie cutter? The, like you could just do it so well, I think. I don't think I have the, I don't have, I don't think I have the ability to put my thoughts to words well enough. <laughs> like to be a writer. Right. About a, even, like a review. Even like, even like recording, like if I like recording, like, you know, audio or for a video or something. Like anything that isn't off the top of my head isn't is isn't gonna ever sound quite right. Yeah. And obviously off the top of my head you can tell when in these conversations I stutter often. Right. I do like, too. But <laughs> But I, I mean, mean maybe with writing that, you would get to work right, it out. Right. More. You can get rid of that, right? I know. Yeah. But whatever. I don't know. I just think you're I'll just keep it casual for now. Yeah, keep it, yeah, keep yeah, it, yeah. Keep it on the our own version of movie critics, I guess. Right. Um but does anything else significant happen um before we get to the final fight? Um the only thing the only thing of note would be the and you wouldn't know this having not seen it, but the kind of like during that 
the final training montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene where he's running through the neighborhood and yep. everyone recognizes him from the neighborhood. And then they start getting on their dirt yeah. bikes and stuff and following up the hill. He yeah. gets to the top of the hill and he starts celebrating. Yeah. That basically, that, ha- that same scene for the most part happens in Rocky where Rocky's jogging through the neighborhood and all the kids start following him and chasing okay. him and running. And then the stairs at the end of the movie. He runs up those stairs, and when he gets to, when they get to the top of the stairs, everybody celebrates, and the kids oh, are all like celebrating with okay, them cool, during cool. Like, the big training montage. It's a little bit of a callback. To That's cool. Rocky, right? That's cool. So, so, so that happens during that training montage, but then other than that, there isn't much. Obviously, and he. I just remembered, and he was like on bad terms with Bianca mm-hmm. after that fight, right? And they kind of broke up, I guess. And I think it was just more of a tiff because <laughs> a when they, it was just. He kept training instead of going over by her. And then once they finally, before the fight, when they got back together, she's like giving him a hard time about the stuff and he tries to apologize and then she gives him a little bit more shit. And then she's like, I'm basically, she's like, I'm screwing with you. Like, yeah, we're good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they kind of have a little bit of a argument or whatever. Um, But yeah, so I think other than that, like we get to the the fight. I did... Google, what we were talking about earlier, I was right. He was... Oh, the prison thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was facing a seven-year prison sentence for illegal firearm possession. And it would have been too long in between fights for him to not have one before he goes to prison. So they wanted him to have one. And then they had said when he walked out, when he when he comes after like when they wa- both walk out, um, the announcers to the fights, are saying it. The them. announcer says like this might be the last time we see, um, mm-hmm. Conlin fight or whatever. Uh, so that I wonder, like, what the reason was behind that. I just thought that was interesting. Behind what? Like having him, like. Be I think they. I think. The... I think part of it was a reason to get that fight canceled and then give. Donnie a chance to fight both of them. Oh okay yeah, it, that's right. my guess. But yeah the the there was a I we forgot this part too the the press conference between oh, yeah. them I mean that wasn't that big but that just irked me because he kept interrupt like Ricky Conlon kept interrupting Adonis and I was like oh my god just get this scene over with this guy's pissing me off that's that's like <laughs> that's kind of like a that's a a pretty common like kind of scenario in in any kind of fighting like whether but that's it's UFC so or that annoying. but that's kind of the point the the like there's certain there's certain pre-fight conference things like that where they really want to set the tone for who's the bad guy who's the I good know, guy I know but it seems like such a PR stunt like attention grab and okay this is going to be a terrible comparison but this is the only thing I can think of there was like a big thing happening I think it was last year or 2 years ago maybe where I think it was two years ago, TikTokers, like TikTok stars, were boxing, mm-hmm. uh, like social media influencers. And like they had like a press conference where they were like talk, trash talking each other. Mm-hmm. Or I've seen like Jake Paul do that when he boxes. Right. And it just feel I thought that was just like stupid social media, like attention grabbing ways. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ew. And then when I saw it, in this movie, I was like, Ugh. it's kind of it's kind of there to <laughs> it's there to kind of create storyline. I know. I just think that's so stupid. Just let them box and move on. Yeah, I they're think not here to talk trash. Talk. It's it's, pro- it's promotion. It's promotion is what it is. Really, it's yeah. to sell more 
sell more pay-per-view like orders. I, I get it. I just think like in general, athletes, like why do we force them to like do conferences before or after a game? Like think about it. After every like basketball, football, mm-hmm. I know they do it with um or they oh my god, I forget what her name was, but there was I want to say like an Olympic athlete who like was literally like she had she got in trouble she got like fined because she didn't want to attend press conferences anymore after she oh or maybe she was a tennis player I think she was a tennis player and she like didn't want to attend press conferences anymore because it was bad for her mental health and I'm just saying like why do we need them I think (laughs) I think part of it's it's not their responsibility as the athlete to create press but I think it's part of their it's it's usually something that they've already agreed to with whatever contracts they've signed. It's not like they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart. I know, but like they they probably have to sign a contract that involves something like that. Oh, they're never going to get a shot. I think it's I think part of it's I think part of it is again putting butts in seats, getting pay-per-view stuff because if like at the end of the day if like if they aren't selling tickets if they aren't selling this or that then they're not making money and if they're not making yeah. money they can't they're not paying athletes and... yeah yeah i know it just is sad because i think it's for like that tennis player or whoever that was mm-hmm. that athlete like she literally had to like take a like um a hit monetarily mm-hmm. just because it was so bad for her mental health like she was getting shredded at press conferences and it just seems like a stupid cycle in my yeah, opinion. Like, that was that was kind of one of the things with uh, Marshawn Lynch back in the day. I don't know if you were aware. Is that the guy from he was football a, player from yeah, like Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Where like he didn't like doing the press conferences. So what he started doing is he would show up. They'd ask him a question. His response would be, "I'm just here so I don't get fun." Oh For, yes. I, so that's where that kind of mean joke came from. Well. That's funny. And what's interesting is I actually had this discussion. I took a class last semester about like race and media. Mm-hmm. And then we got on the subject of like sports media. And we were having this conversation about like, why do we need press conferences? Like I even asked my dad, who's a big sports fan, like, do you really like care about press conferences? He's like, no. Um, and someone was saying exactly what you're saying. They were saying like, oh, without that, there would be no money or marketing and like, no, like people wouldn't tune in. And I think in some sports, that's true. Like maybe people wouldn't tune in, but I think some sports people are going to tune in no matter what. I think televising the press conferences is less of, is... I think the bigger impact, thinking about it some more, if I had to guess, the bigger impact with press conferences is the news cycle. Because if you think about it, and this isn't this isn't a super fair uh, comparison, but high school sports get printed in the newspaper, like mm-hmm. like you like you'll look at scores from like other towns yeah. around you. You'll see the scores there, but that's it. Yeah, you don't see anything. So like, unless you like, so there's nothing talking about them. Nothing really, like no reason to go do yeah. anything. Like. But if like if somebody goes to one of those press conferences, they'll write a story like, "Why are so and so made a comment about why this happened in the game, yeah, or why yeah. that happened in the game?" And then you'll kind of get stuff like that, and then you'll get those again. Storylines are kind of important. It's just a reminder sports. that it's all about money, yeah, and that's gross. Well, that's what sport. That's what professional sports is. It's a business. 
<laughs> Even for the people participating in it, it's business. I know, but what, at what point are we putting money above people's mental health and who just want to do something that they love? Right. There's places where some people can do what they love, but if you want it, like, if it just it depends. Like, it is it the is it the business's responsibility or is it the person's responsibility to get away from I that business? Know. Hot take. Right. Hot take Hot for take. sure. Anyways, getting back to the movie, right. I think that was a good discussion because it's, it's something that I feel like don't, people don't really talk well, about. Well, I mean, but... and, it, and it comes up in these movies too, not necessarily, the, not specifically this movie, but I think it's a, that's a big part of uh, Southpaw, honestly, is the whole, is the money factor is yeah. a little bit more of a thing in that movie. Yeah, I mean, they didn't talk about it all, like right, how this, much he was going to get paid right, or anything, right. which I was kind of curious. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so then we get the... It's fight day, and he gets the gift mm -hmm. from his mom, mm -hmm. which are the shorts, which I did put that together that that was like the same shorts that... Same uh, colors, yeah. Yeah, colors yeah. that Apollo would wear. Yep. Um, and, but it had both names on it. Yeah, that was cool. I liked mm -hmm. both names. Um, and then we go into the 12 rounds. That's a long mm -hmm. time. To be boxing. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking like when I learned boxing was like three minute rounds. I'm like, <laughs> three minutes. That's so easy. And it's running clock. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then to like times 12, that's 36 minutes of just getting pummeled. Um, And it was cool to see them go. Of course, they got to go the 12 rounds to build suspense. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know what round it was in. But when he got his shit rocked and he mm -hmm. like he thought he was going to be out. That little, like, montage, if you mm -hmm. will, was that supposed to be, like, low-key, like, his life flashing before his eyes? <laughs> I think it was just more like it, it was him finding the kind of... It was supposed to kind of signify the his motivation to get up and keep fighting. Okay. okay. It was just like... A, uh, just kind of all the things that may have been going through his head that are, like, are what... Like fueling him is what fuels him to get back up. Yeah. Like oh, I get, like I can't stay down. If I stay down, I'm screwing up all this shit. And then he, yeah, and I mean, he gets back up. Right. And then I think then he goes over in the corner and you see his disgusting, puffy, swollen eye. Mm -hmm. They did the makeup too good. That was nasty. <laughs> um, that was crazy that it swelled shut. But then uh, I liked the um. When the ref or whoever comes over. Yeah. And who was it who was tapping to tell him? Was that Rocky or was that somebody else? I think it was the, it was like their like, their like medical guy. They're like. He was tapping. On their team, right. The numbers. Right. Um, that was smart. But I felt like it was cool, of course, to like see him get back in there and like then also like throw a few last good punches. Mm -hmm. But. Really, he did that with one eye. Like, come on! <laughs> it felt a I mean, little unrealistic. To I mean, me. when he when he kept getting hit, he kept getting hit on the same side, on the blind side. Uh, yeah. So, like, it's not like when you're. <laughs> I think the whole thing too was that I think I I think it was with this fight. The whole one of the things was that like he kind of had to stay close the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, that might have been the other fight. I might be combining them or whatever. But either way, like. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to impact you, your depth perception and stuff. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things where 
if I if if somebody was if somebody's so good at something has just this natural intuition yeah about where everything is and not saying they wouldn't it wouldn't you know I think the idea was just perseverance and getting through it if he has eyesight like me that could be possible because if my one left eye swells up I can see I see mainly out of my right eye anyway so I could perfectly be fine but I just assume I'm assuming that he has twenty twenty vision. <laughs> Yeah, it would definitely, it would obviously, it would definitely impact him for sure. But I think it's just one of those, it's just one of those things. Like, I'm pretty sure that happens in real fighting all the time. Yeah, where the, yeah. Um, And we also should have uh, said that, you know, when he, before he gets back up, you know, Rocky says, like, I'm calling it. Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to call the fight. And he's like, I'm not making the same mistake. But then he lets him do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, I'm going to get back out there. Like, it just. Well, the the difference is when he gets back up, he actually starts kicking ass back. Yeah. It's not like a. I think with, I think with Apollo, it was uh, clearly one side of the entire fight. There was mm. never like a glimmer of hope, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he, who does he, he got, he knocks him down at mm-hmm. the end, but not out, just knocks mm-hmm. him down. And that was like a big win because um, they said he had never been knocked down before, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I was a little disappointed with how fast they like announced the winner. Like they didn't do like the normal like building anticipation of like saying all the scores, you know, and then saying like, oh, and the winner by split decision is blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like it was so fast. Um that like you couldn't really I didn't even know what was happening until I realized he was celebrating and I was like, Oh, so the other guy won. Um, but I did like the uh thing where they said like Conlon won the fight, but um People's decision Johnson won whatever. the night. Yeah. Or something, or Creed won the night, whatever they mm-hmm. said. Um and you see at the end he earns Conlon's respect. Yeah. He goes, Oh, you're gonna be the future of this mm-hmm. Because I gotta go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else about this, and now I can't remember what it was. Hold on. Leave you go ahead. I'll think about it. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things, like, it's funny, I'm pretty, uh, I, I don't know, I'm assuming you haven't seen it, but there's a movie, uh, there's a movie called Real Steel. Mm-hmm. It's a boxing movie, but it's about boxing robots, mm-hmm. which sounds silly. But it's actually really good. Boxing robots. And it's got a very similar, it's got a really similar kind of plot in general. Yeah. And um, spoiler alert, I still encourage you to watch it. It ends the same. They lose, but mm. everybody loves them. Right. The crowd starts chanting right. their name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what I was going to ask. Do you know, I don't know enough about boxing, but I see this all the time and I've never understood it. Why do they like hug each other? Uh, it's kind of like in soccer when somebody like goes down and they kind of like milk and like an injury or a foul to delay to buy some time. I need another analogy. I didn't understand. Like, <laughs> I don't think that it's doesn't like, seem comparable in my opinion. It's the same kind of thing. So, like in professional soccer, you know, people bitch and moan about people like I don't watch professional. Soccer. But you do you know the concept where like people <laughs> talk really. about like flopping, flopping yeah. in a sport. They, they usually like whether it's to draw a foul in basketball, 
in a lot of times in soccer, it's done to buy time because they'll sit there and they'll hold their ankle like, oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. To like rest? Just to, yeah, to give their team time to get breath back in them. It's oh, just like so a stalling th- mechanism is oh, all it is. So they just grab them and then you can't hit each other? Right. Like you have, the fight has to break and then they go again. So like by doing that, it gives them a few a few seconds of breather if they're getting like pummeled and they're close enough. And that's allowed. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's the, I think it, I think it does happen unintentionally too. Okay. Not, I mean, I, it's never fully unintentional. There comes a time where eventually you kind of are resting on each other. But it's kind of, a, <laughs> I think it's a mutual, I think there's a, a mutual benefit sometimes, you know? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like if some, like most of the time it was happening, the person would tie them up if they were getting the shit kicked out of them. Yeah. So like he'd get in the corner, he'd keep getting hit, and then he would go into that hug. Because you're not, you're not hitting them. You're not doing it. You're just, and is then it, the ref comes, breaks it up. And, is it like illegal, I'm putting that in quotes, to hit while you're tied up? Is that why? Or it just becomes more difficult? You know, that I'm not sure. Because I think in the movie, he does take a, he does punch him once when they're getting separated, mm-hmm. as they're getting separated. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of like a, ooh. Like the ref the, says uh, like, play clean. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's like bad manners sort of a thing. Okay. I don't know that for sure. Yeah. I don't watch boxing that much, but I'm I mean, I don't want to much. after seeing his swollen eye. Yeah, that's disgusting. But I overall, like that fight was like I didn't think it was too long. I didn't think it was too short. Like I think they did a good job mm-hmm. building that fight up, and then like it wasn't like oh my god, right. when is this going to end? And it, you got to see a, a lot of good like hits to the face, and you know the. The slow-mo when he did get knocked out of, like, his face mm-hmm. moving was, like, really cool. Um, but I just thought the fight, they did a good job, like, filming and executing the, like, intensity right. of that. Right. So I was pleased. Yeah. I think it's it's one of those things where, I've, like, after once they started showing him, like, all they had to do is they they showed him getting his ass beat. He gets back up, shows that he can kick ass. Yeah, and then they don't need they don't need to show anything else. They can by doing the cuts, the cuts in and out. Oh, it's trading blows. Yada yada yeah, yada. Yeah, in yeah, and yeah. Out. I think it's you're like I completely agree. It's just it's one of those things where the pacing was pretty good. Yeah, and it pacing a twelve round fight in a movie like with you ha you can't do it any other way. Like, yeah, you have to do it that way. And how did it end? Uh, they ran. Uh, he. After the after he's recovered a little bit from the fight, they walked upstairs together in Ragi. Yeah, Those. that last shot of them like at the top, mm-hmm. looking over like the city of Philadelphia. That was my favorite shot in the whole movie. Like I wished that was the like cover of the mm-hmm. movie. And the only reason I it might be like one version if they mm-hmm. have multiple. But I know, like, on the Wikipedia page, like, there's, the cover is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, that was just, that looked so cool. Like, it just, like, symbolized the, like, they climbed to the top and, like, they conquered mm-hmm. both of the things that they were fighting. Like, Rocky's being cancer and, you know, Adonis is being, like, okay, well, he proved a name for himself type of thing. Right. Um, I just thought that was a great ending. And then I was, like... It made me want to cheer. 
like when the credits mm-hmm. rolled i was like hell yeah right yeah that's that's kind of like that's kind of the the sign there like the the stamp on any good like sports on any good sports movie yep are the ones where you're rooting like as you're watching you're you're feeling yourself at least inside you're rooting for this to actually happen it's not like you're just kind of watching as things unfold yeah and then when it happens it's like oh awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um should we roll into our segments yeah yeah what do we want to do first do you have a did, should we do favorite line first yeah sure do you have one in particular or do you want me to go first you can go first i didn't write down the exact quote but i know what it is okay. it it is when uh, in the beginning when he goes to ask him for the drills and he takes a picture of it and he like starts running away and Rocky's like, don't, don't you, don't you need this? And he's like, no man, I got it right here. And he holds up his phone and then he's like, it's in the cloud. And I just loved the reaction of like the- looking around <laughs> and being like, what cloud? <laughs> it just was like really proved like he's such a boomer. Right. <laughs> And right, just, he's 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 been doing things the same way for years. From the beginning, <laughs> and he hasn't had to change. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, I nothing really, nothing stuck with me the whole time. So this is one that I kind of had to think about retroactively. Um, and I ended up just taking a shortcut and taking one of the popular ones. From okay. Wiki- or from uh, IMDb, but it's uh, it's uh, Adonis says to Rocky, he's like a great fighter once said, um, "It ain't it ain't about how hard you can hit; it's about how hard you get, uh, can get hit and keep moving forward." Okay. And that's uh, he's talking about Rocky. Saying yeah. That. And Rocky had said that in the last Rocky movie that ended up happening. Oh, okay. He, because I, I I remember seeing it. I didn't remember that this quote was from it. But after I watched, went back and watched the scene that it says it in in the yeah in the in Rocky. It's like it. I don't remember what year it came out. I want to say like two thousand six or something. It was like basically old man Rocky wanting to get back in the ring. Oh, and it's in a conversation he's having with his son. Like oh, okay. He's basically, saying like. It, it's just one of the, it's like, you know, one of those motivational what quotes. What a motivational quote for life. Yeah, yeah. It's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Right. I can't get hit very hard. Yeah, yeah me neither. <laughs> uh, that's one of those things. That's one of those fears that, like, everybody has. Like, if you were to get in a fight and you had to hit somebody, like, I just, everyone, you, like, a lot of people, myself included, have that fear where you're going to hit them and then nothing happens. And then yeah. just going to beat the fuck out of yeah. <laughs> I know. I always think, like, just, like, what would be my go-to move if, like, someone ever attacked me? And, like, for a man, for men, I, I know what I'm doing. Right. Um, But right. for another girl, like, I don't know, just maybe good. Oh, yeah. I was throat, thinking. I, my, eyes. My sister off camera is going at the throat, but I would say, like, a good bitch slap. <laughs> um but no for surreal though like i think i would be so caught off guard i'd be like oh my god my hand <laughs> and then i would get hurt <laughs> i think i think i think in that scenario the adrenaline's so high you're not feeling anything but th- okay this is really random but it feels applicable i 
I would always hear that, right? I would always hear like, oh, you're, you don't feel the pain when like the adrenaline rush is happening. I'm not going to share this story because I don't, I don't want to, um, on like when it's mm-hmm. recorded, but there's another instance in my life where I had like a legitimate, like adrenaline rush while I was running away from something. And it was like a moment where like, I was going to get caught, if you will, I'm putting that in quotations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally like, I thought I would have like, oh, I wouldn't get tired. Like I could keep running because I had such an adrenaline rush Mm -hmm. lie. I immediately felt like that, like heaviness in my chest of like, oh my God, I'm going to fall. And Mm -hmm. like, I felt like I was just at basketball practice (laughs) in high school. Mm -hmm. And so I don't believe that, that you don't feel it. It's not necessarily that you don't feel anything, but like if you are getting to, if you are actually in a fight or you're actually whatever's happening where you're defending yourself or fighting with someone, like, if you hit somebody really hard with your hand and it hurts your hand, that's probably, like, in a real, like, life-or-death situation, it's probably not going to stop you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I believe you. But probably not. But I don't know. Just in the I've one scenario that, that I'm thinking of where I was, like, being chased while running, mm-hmm. I really thought that I was going to... I was going to pass out because I was trying to run so fast mm-hmm. and I couldn't keep up with myself. And I was like, I should just give up and get caught by the person who was chasing me <laughs> it um, was not it was not also to clarify it was not cops it was just like a fun activity during high school that doesn't need to be talked about but it's not anything illegal see i suppose though <laughs> but, but having that little bit of context does kind of make a difference because it isn't life or death it it wasn't life or death but it was definitely like a scenario where like if i would have gotten caught i would have gotten in trouble is what i'm saying yeah i'm just I don't know as if those two would equate in terms of the same kind of adrenaline. I think it's a different type of thing. But anyway. Fair. I guess I won't know. So then we'll <laughs> go. So then our other segment, spin off or kill off, yeah. which with this one is kind of an interesting <laughs> thing to consider, considering there is there it is a spin off. There right. is a sequel. Right. It would just be a matter of either determining something different or yeah. picking a different route from the movie in and of itself. Do you want to go first? Since I went first for the last one. Sure. I think, you know, I'm not so <laughs> sure. I don't think, a sp- I don't think any kind of spinoff would work. And honestly, the only, the only kill off I think I would do it wouldn't necessarily be obviously wouldn't necessarily be a kill off kill off but maybe something done differently or didn't need to happen it's very minimal impact but it's really the main thing i can think of is the the kind of nod to his dad's old training gym and stuff mm-hmm. at the beginning yeah. where he doesn't end up getting in anyway right. like that kind of extra detail didn't seem super important yeah it's kind of him like it's him getting denied basically his the the thing he was trying to avoid anyway right because like if they were to let him pick him as the guy at that place it's it would it would have always kind of seemed like uh we're doing this because you're creed's kid sort of thing right whereas by denying him they're immediately shutting that down anyway yeah so i think if anything and again it's minimal impact it would be that yeah, it would be just kind of it, it would it would have served just as good of a perfect purpose if it was just any old gym, yeah, and trainer, I guess. Fair. Um, I would say spin off 
for Bianca. I want to see that music career. <laughs> um, I just liked her character and I wanted to see more if like she was also successful. Um, so maybe not like a whole movie, but like some more scenes in the next one, if there if there is, hopefully. Um and then why'd you make that face? I think I I I think um I'm pretty sure they start a family in the next one. Oh, okay. So she's still in it. That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But but yeah, I like they kind of touched on the music career, but I would have loved to see that more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm just gonna go based off the fact that they were scary. Is that Leo guy? He can just beat it. <laughs> and it's not. I did. It's not that the character is bad. I thought that fight was important. I'm just mm-hmm. doing that solely based off because I don't think there's anyone that I can really get rid of. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick someone that I'm like. You're scary. Get out of here. <laughs> so I, um, I wanted to double check because I was, um, as you bring him up again, uh, I was looking at, um, I was looking at the people play or the boxers. Yeah. So I know I looked him up. Too. Yeah, they're real boxers, but they don't go by their names. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was I partially incorrect earlier, but. Yeah, but so they're real boxers. So that had to be intimidating for Michael B. Jordan to be like, he is not like, or doesn't have the training of being like a professional boxer, but had to go up against professional boxers. I would imagine at the same time, though, like as intimidating as it could be, I'm sure once you get into the groove, I would have to guess that it would be comforting almost. Yeah. Because they're there to, like, if you do something that doesn't make sense, they can call it out to you right there. Right, and be like, uh, yeah, that wouldn't happen, or this yeah, yeah. wouldn't happen, that wouldn't happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that was good. Yeah. Um, should we spin a wheel for next week? Right. Um, gonna, we're going to take a pause, and then we'll come back and spin a wheel. Perfect. All right, so now we're going to spin a wheel for next week's movie. Um, Who did the honors last time? I think I, I spun last time. Are you sure? Yep, I'm All right. pretty sure. I'll give it a whirl. Whiplash. Whiplash. This is Colton's pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I could have. We did. We want to read the other options just as a reminder. Oh yeah, we didn't, but that's okay. Uh, we go over now. Uh, we had added. I had chose to add a Slumdog Millionaire, which now I don't have it pulled up, but. It's a it's about a um kid from the slums in India gets on uh who wants to be a millionaire. Oh, cool. And it's like uh I'm pretty sure it's like a uh drama slash romance thing. Okay. With like Yeah, it's just about him and his basically rise within that game show. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. I think we should do a quick recap of the what we have on the board okay. just so that people have a reminder. Sure. Um, so Whiplash was chosen, but what else are Colton's other picks are, like you said, Slumdog Millionaire, Spirited Away, and John Carter. So he's got four picks on the wheel. And then I have two picks because this Creed was my pick. Um, and I have Spider-Man and Dirty Dancing. So 
quite the array of mm-hmm. genres, which I like. But what is Whiplash like? What is the genre? Drama. Okay. Yep. It's it sounds like a car action movie. <laughs> it is. Do you remember what it is? No. From oh, uh, from it's a uh, it's about a jazz drag jazz drummer. Oh. And his like him trying to make it in this like group. This, yeah, like, I don't remember. Professional group. Yep. Interesting. Oh my gosh, Miles Teller. Yep. Oh hell yeah! Mm-hmm. I just that's awesome. Yep. Okay. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week when we watch Whiplash. Bye.